All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix, got a mindful of thoughts. Let's go. All right, gang, let's jump into this shit. Uh, just dive right in. Let's dive right into the meat of today's rotted sandwich. Is my mic on? It better be on. Okay. Gang, Uncle Bobby's pet peeve of a topic, and that will always be the topic of hell. Straight up, the bottom line, no debate. Please go fuck yourself. Hell is an immoral concept. Christians, despite all your shucking and jiving, all your excuses, all your word games, the blase and the fucking glavenoids, there is no way, there's no nice way to spin hell. More importantly, there's no moral way to spin hell, right? And right now, as I said it, because I know I've got some Christians watching, thank you so much, but God's love is infinite, therefore his punishment has to be infinite. What about the people, you know, in the jungles of the Amazon? Well, if they did, it's obvious if you just look at the stars. But these are all excuses. These are all talking points. Now, one of the more common comebacks is, well, you don't believe in justice. First and foremost, stop it. Go get a new argument. But do I believe in justice? Yeah, of course. If you do wrong, if you step out of bounds, there should be punishment for you stepping out of bounds and stop already with the whole by whose absolute state. Just go over there with that bullshit. But when we talk about the Christian God, we're talking about a being to which apparently nothing is impossible. Nothing, there's no problem that God can't solve except all the fucking problems we see down here on earth. Now, we already have had, according to the Bible, a perfection model in Eden. We are going, at least those who make the cut, to heaven. And both those places, apparently there's free will, right? There's no rape. There's no murder. There's no Atlanta Falcons. There's no cauliflower crust on pizza. Apparently, we can have perfection and free will. So this bullshit right here in the middle called life, what's the point? Especially when your God already knows who's making the cut versus who does. Again, this isn't a debate. I know I'm right. Your God could stop all these bad things from happening, right? It was like, well, again, the Ray Comfort bullshit. You know, what if someone rapes and mutilates and slits the throat? Shouldn't that person get justice? Uh, maybe just have that person not do that. Uh, you ever think about that? I'm nuts. Oh, uh, let me guess. The, 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 the criminal's free will is more important than the victim's safety and mental well-being. Please go fuck yourself. But gang, what really seals in the flavor about hell is there's nothing about it that qualifies as an actual punishment gang punishment there should be a lesson learned right the the punishment must fit the crime there's a different set of justice for the person who goes 25 and a 20 during school hours versus the person who commits premeditated homicide right 
if you get a speeding ticket, right, your your time is now inconvenienced. They're going to make you come off some money. And you learned a lesson. Don't fucking speed, right? If the cop comes and just starts beating you, you know, with the blood of their pistol, they've gone a little bit too far. The punishment did not fit the crime. Who's outside my fucking house? Keep on stepping, fuck face. Back on top. Punishment must fit the crime. You have to learn a lesson from your punishment. Even when you go to jail for something bigger than just speeding, more times than not, you're going to get out. Right? What, what did you learn from your 15-year stint in prison? Well, don't do that shit. That punishment fits the crime. But gang, to Uncle Bobby, the hallmark of an appropriate punishment, it has to end. It has to end. If your punishment does not end, now we're just talking about feral hatred. We're talking about abuse, right? And again, what sends people to hell is quite simply not being a Christian. Gang, that's it. You can rape and murder your entire life. You can say, I accept Jesus at the end. Bam, you're in. Again, that person in Saudi Arabia, in New Delhi, They're not trying to be Christians, just like Christians. You're not trying to adopt their religion. But their their punishment for basically being born in this wrong part of the world, they're now going to be tortured forever. No, Christians. No, you cannot spin that as moral. But, gang, the real, real, real fucked up is this clip. Let's go ahead and get the Autobots transformed. Yeah, you guys see that? And, of course, it's fuckface Vody Bakum, right? Because I love to torture myself. Apparently, hold on. According to this fucked up ass title, let's just get right on it. Why countless Christians are headed to hell by Vody fuckface Bauckham. Yes, you see that? It actually says fuckface right there in the middle. Nope. Where am I? What happened? Oh, there I am. Okay, back on topic. This is the single most important message in the history of messages, gang. According to Christians, it is. And it's one thing if I don't get it. It's one thing if the person in New Delhi or Bangladesh doesn't get it. But do you mean to tell me that your God is such a fucked up ass communicator that there are Christians that are even doing it wrong? Gang, I have been told, I have been told by this Christian here that that Christian over there, not only are they wrong about what they just told you, Robert, but they're so wrong. That when they die, they're going to go to hell and be tortured right next to you, Robert. That's what I've been told. Gang, what kind of gangster shit is that? Again, there are over 30,000 denominations of just Christianity. Each one thinking that they're the ones who got it right, while the other ones are the ones that fucked it all the way up. But of course, here comes Vody fuckface Baca, right? Of course, Vody and his merry band of bigots, they got it right. They're the ones who got it. Let's just go ahead and get on this fucked up ass screen. You guys tell me which one you like best. Today we're going to do this show where you guys get to see my ugly face bigger while we get to see the Christians over here and a little bit smaller. You guys tell me whether you want this setup or the other setup where the TV screen is bigger and my black ass is over there in the corner. Okay, let's uh, get over here. Gang, let's roll the tape.
So first and foremost, it's important that we get the gospel right. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Because if we don't, there are people out there, including ourselves, who will be duped into believing that they are right with God. He chose her, called her. He made her a promise to protect her under the pendants of his mighty wing. Pause the tape. So again, gang, I've used this analogy before. If I had a kid born with XYZ disorder, and the doctors are like, yo, just so you know, this disease has no cure, but it is insanely manageable. Now, at 7 o'clock every morning, your kid has to take this pill right here. Every morning. Mr. Reed, did you catch that? Not only did I catch that, Doc, I'm going to tattoo it on my forehead. So every morning when I look my ugly ass in the mirror, make sure your baby gets that pill at 7 o'clock sharp, numb nuts. Gang, at 6.55, I'm just going to be sitting there like some creep that's sitting there watching her sleep. I'm just sitting there. Okay, 6.57, 6.58, 6.59. Baby, baby, hey, 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 wake up, wake up, wake up. It's 7 o'clock on the nose, kid. Take this pill. That's what I would do, gang, because that's a very important message to get across. What I would not do is try to get that message to my child that she needs to find me. And this real cryptic every single morning, you know, it takes her nine hours. So she really can't sleep as she's sitting here trying to translate, you know, these messages that were first in Hebrew, then Greek, then Sanskrit, then books were taken out, then books were put in, and the blase and the glavenoids. And then when she finally does kind of slightly, but not really find me, I'm going to make my daughter beg. It's like, you're still not worth it, you raggedy fuck face. You're lucky I'm late. Just take this fucked up ass pill. And I'm taking giving it to her like 701, 703. So she suffers. Just what kind of dad would I be, gang? What kind of father would y'all call me? This message is so important that even the Christians who get it, again, not me, not the Muslims, the Jews, or all the other religions that apparently are wrong. We're talking about Christians, gang. And the message apparently is so simple yet convoluted. That apparently even the Christians who call themselves Christians are still going to go to hell. Again, Christians, if your God is real, he is the single most bumbling communicator of all time. Roll the tape. When in fact they are at enmity with him. You're falling into apostasy. First, I mean, I obviously reject that I uh, have fallen into apostasy or deep converted you, um, you deny I, scripture as the ultimate foundation of life you are an apostate you believe the wrong gospel it doesn't matter how sincere you are in your belief would you identify as christian uh yeah yeah you are merely okay. sincerely wrong god is real and god lives inside of me there is an okay. enormous number of people today who would identify as being christian Okay. I am a Christian. That is my faith. Those aren't Tennessee Christian values. I live in Tennessee. I am Christian. That's not what we stand for. Even now, I'll speak to like my pastor and be like, can you just pray with me? Everybody believed they were Christian. Uh, you know, Paul Washer, you can go fuck you know, with your monotone. That's from, gang, I have always said religion is the worship of your own ego. Please notice how you and your God, you agree on everything, including the stuff that you don't agree with. Now, I, uh, the blonde lady, as she's sitting here talking about, you know, she's a Tennessee Christian and whoever she's talking or probably arguing with, you know, apparently those probably aren't Tennessee 
Christian values. How do I, as the outsider, decide who's the actual Tennessee Christian versus who isn't? Now, again, because I got some feedback from a Christian on my last video or two videos ago. And if that Christian is watching now, thank you so much. I honestly uh, say that. I, I'm very critical. Thank you for watching my videos. I think that's where I was going with that before I thank this person. But uh, how about this? How can I tell the person who gave me feedback from whoever the blonde lady was and then think there was Beyonce, then I think there was Oprah on there? How, how do we tell who's right versus who's wrong? Oh, that's what I was going to say. There you go, Uncle Bob. Wait for alcohol. It's the worship of your own, own ego. And that's what I was telling the Christian that gave me feedback. Again, the Uncle Bobby saying stands true. As long as your Jesus makes you do good things, I like your Jesus. I will never debate you on that. I don't think you need a Jesus because if you're doing good, it's probably because you're just a good person. But... If you feel the need to credit a God, a Jesus, a Holy Spirit, knock yourself out as long as you're doing good shit, right? But again, who is the, well, the real Christian, please stand up. All right, okay, now we got Paul Washer. Oh, God. This man is ambient with gray hair and two feet. Holy shit. Set your phasers on board of roll the tape. Christian, thoroughly Christian. Why? Well, they were baptized as infants, brought into the covenant. They were confirmed. They lived like devils. Regeneration was traded for a type of creedalism that was given authority by the religious leaders of the day. Despite the utter hypocrisy of professing to be a Christian, yet living in a way that is completely contradictory to almost everything the Bible teaches. Pause the tape. So here's my problem with what they're already kicking. Right? I, I think it's all garbage. I do. I, I don't think there's a God. I, I'll give you the Jesus thing, but I don't think the sucker had magic powers. I don't like Vody Bauckham's Jesus. Paul Washer's. I don't like Jeff Durbin's Jesus. They're the ones telling these other cats that you're doing Christianity wrong. Well, let me tell you something, gang. If Paul Washer and Vody and all those cats, if that is your actual representation of real Christianity, even if it's true, I do not want to be a part of it. I do not want to be a part of a club that sits there, says they love you, but acts like they hate you. I do not want to be a part of a club that demonizes LGBTQ plus people for the sole reason that they're LGBTQ plus. I think their morals are circling a dirty toilet, period, end of story. So if they're the real ones, I don't want anything to do with it. Roll the tape. The most popular Christian leaders of our day not only refuse to call these hypocritical professing Christians to repentance and true faith in Jesus Christ, but they even support and enable this kind of hypocrisy. Barack Obama is an ardent supporter of abortion and homosexuality, among oh, many other God, things. Yet listen to the kind of praise that Joel Osteen and T.D. Jakes give to Obama. Well, I would tell them that I've been with the president at the Easter breakfasts, not five feet away from him, heard him talk about his faith, talk about redemption, talk about salvation. And, you know, pause the tape. So it, you guys have seen that little, I guess it's a meme and it's the Obama family and then the Trump family. And they've got all of Obama's superlatives. Right. Then you've got just Trump's resume. <laughs> and again, 
Over here, you got President Obama. Okay, yes, he supports a woman's right to choose. Yes, and can't have this, but he supports our LGBTQ plus family. Oh, what a fucking crime. Been married to the same woman for a quarter of a century. No rape charges, no charges of infidelity. He's not paying for abortions under the table, then saying something else. The fuck face actually goes to a church. Then you've got Trump's resume. You guys already know it. Right again, three wives up, three wives down, cheated on every single last one of them. Fucks porn stars, raw dog style, no rubber, while Melania's at home, you know, fucking breastfeeding his kid. That's how young Baron was when this fucking happened. Then you get all the way to it's like, if the Trump uh, representation, it, basically it was, if you don't see Barack as a Christian, but you see Trump as one, Basically, it was talking about racism. I completely fucked that all the way. But you guys know what I'm saying. Please go fuck yourself. At the end of the day, Barack Obama, you don't have to like his politics, but he's a good man. He's a good man. I don't believe in Christianity, obviously, but his representation of Jesus, I don't have a debate with. I, I don't. Let's just let's see what they're going to say. Roll the tape. What the fuck? No, I just believe in all my heart that he's a Christian. He says he is. Reverend Franklin Graham yeah. has made some comments on several occasions as recently as three weeks ago, uh, really questioning the faith, if you will, of the president. He said the president has told him that he's a Christian. He basically said that going to church does not make you a Christian. I find it insulting. We didn't question the Christianity exactly. of President Bush when he exactly. said he accepted Christ. Exactly. And I, I'm disappointed exactly. in Reverend exactly. Franklin Graham. And Pause the tape. That, let's just get right to it, gang. That is racism. That is racism. It fucking is. This man goes to a Christian fucking church. You guys remember what they said about him? He is a secret Muslim trying to bring America down from the inside. Please go fuck yourself. Again, that's what I said when uh, they hired Charlie Strong here at Texas. The first black head coach in the history of the University of Texas. You guys remember what they did to Charlie? I did a whole show on this, right? When the black dude and the white dude or the black woman and the white woman, they're judged on a different standard. That is racism. I was there when they criticized the shit out of John McAvey. Uh, all the coaches that have come, I've heard their criticisms. None of them were of their intelligence level. When Charlie Strong got, he's like, he's not smart enough. No, absolutely not. He's a coordinator at bet racism right again he's and td jakes i don't agree with this christianity but i agree with what he just said we have never gang we have never questioned the christianity of another president until we got to barack fucking obama i wonder what the fucking difference was i had to throw that in there roll the tape that regard but of course franklin graham is completely correct a person who has truly accepted Christ is a person who has been born again by God and who will inevitably submit to all that the Bible teaches. And what are the fruits of repentance? A transformed life. That's the fruit of repentance. Unfortunately, countless professing Christians who believe they are right with God and are going to heaven are greatly deceived. There are many lies from Satan that are deceiving these professing Christians. Let's take a look at five of them. All right, here we Number go. Number five. 
Many professing Christians believe they are saved simply because they prayed a prayer one time in their life. And I'm looking forward to my new life with you. Amen. Well, congratulations. You have just become... Pause the tape. So that was basically what I was told, right? You you say the sinner's prayer, you you repent of your sins. It was a pretty easy process, gang. You didn't have to study for an exam. There really no... The only continuing ed is that you had to continue to say that you're a piece of shit. I, I, I did that in spades, right? So, again, what? keep in mind, the bottom line of this entire show is that this is apparently the single most important message that has ever messaged, gang. And it's so simple that people who go to church on a regular basis who say they're Christians and do Christian shit and read the Bible, apparently they're going to go to hell. Again, Christians, your God blows as a communicator. Roll the tape. Come part of the family of God. At our church, we have people repeat a prayer. It's just a means of allowing them to express their heart to God so that they can have a moment that they look back on and say, I placed my trust in Christ. If you just raise your hand right now in a moment of receptivity and say, I believe. But Paul's to take. Ray Comfort apparently is a Christian. He can give you the time and the day of when he was born again. He sat there and said the fucking prayer. Bam, he became an actual Christian. One single thing. So again, who is right? Apparently, I'm sorry. That that, that was a stupid question on my part. Obviously, Vody Bakum got it right. Roll the tape. Believe, or I receive the forgiveness of Jesus. You are forgiven forever. And I want to say to you, sir, to you, ma'am, congratulations. And thank you for making the most important decision of your life. If you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Okay. Oftentimes, this sinner's prayer seems to be a means through which a church can boast about how many conversions it has achieved. It's called kingdom multiplication. It's what Elevation Church is all about. And over five... Pause the tape. One, we're not going to get through all this because this this group is just fucking awful and ugly. Gang, I can all but guarantee the reason why some of these other fake Christians... I just about hashtag unprofessional. The reason why they don't make the cut for Vody and Paul Washer and all... They're not ugly enough. The Christian who says God loves gay people, you're not ugly enough. Uh, When I did that video on the five masked Christians, and I think it was Penny who was flip-flopping because she didn't want to say that non-believers that are good people are going to go to hell. She's not ugly enough. Right? You don't believe in Jesus? Fuck you and your family. You're going to burn in hell, motherfucker. That's what they need from them. Their definition of a Christian is someone who is ugly, someone who is hated. Because if you are hated, that means they you think you're persecuted. That's not hate. That is a justified reaction. I want to acknowledge real fast before I say what I'm getting ready to say. I got some feedback on the uh on the blackout once on why I use the word faggot during my shows. I'm clearly not homophobic, transphobic, or any of that. I'm definitely trying to make a point. It's the exact same reason why I say nigger and not the N-word. I want you guys to hear this shit come out of my mouth. It's like why it is I'm hard on some of my self-defense students. You have to understand the person who's attacking you, they're not going to be nice. And if you can get 
kind of quote unquote the best of someone my size and my strength uh, and experience level, doing it to your average person is going to be a hell of a lot easier. Don't shrink when someone pushes you who's 5'7", 170 pounds. I'm 6'3", 245 and can still bench more than almost 500 pounds. I just pushed you. And please notice how you just got back up. I say the word faggot because I'm trying to prove a point. I want you guys to hear the bullshit that these people believe. Now let's get into this. The fact that Iggy, how many times can you call someone a faggot, a trans person, a tranny? Tell them that they're confused before they start to fight back. Now, when they fight back, that's not hate. That's self-defense. You're not being persecuted. You're being told to shut the fuck up. That, to them, is Christianity. They all say, you know, the world will be against us. It's not that we're against you. You guys are making yourself outliers. We would love for you to come in here and call that person John instead of a cocksucking faggot who's choosing a lifestyle. We'd much rather you say, hey, that's John. Hey, John, it's nice to meet you. Or if you knew John as John, but then John made the transition to her honesty, and now she's Joanna. We don't hate you. We just, oh, you fucking train. What is it today? You got a dick? You got a vagina? What are you going to go jerk off in a public bathroom, a little girl's face? Huh, John? No, we want you to say, hi, Joanna. Hi. But when you choose option A, you're getting the feedback that you so richly deserve. But to wrap this portion up so we get on with the video, that's what they want out of a Christian. You have to push people to where they fight you back. Because again, the world didn't accept Jesus, so why are they accepting you? So they sit there and they push on everyone's soft spots. And when we start to push back, that's when they get to say, they hate us. They hate us. We're persecuted. That's what they're looking for, gang. Roll the tape. 500 people have given their lives to Jesus for the first time in this church in the last five months. That's over 100 per month. However, the sinner's prayer is deceiving countless Christians into believing they are saved when they are not. Because this is simply not at all what the Bible teaches about salvation. All right. I'll tell you, that sinner's prayer has sent more people to hell than anything on the face of the earth. You say, how can you say such a thing? Yeah, Go okay. with me to scripture and show okay. me, please. I, I would love you to stand up and tell me where anyone evangelized that way. The scripture does not say that Jesus Christ came to the nation of Israel and said that the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Now, who would like to ask me into their heart? I see that hand. It's not what it says. He said, repent okay. and believe the gospel. How men today are trusting in the fact that it... Pause the tape. What's the fucking difference? You say this in a prayer. You accept Jesus into your heart. Bada bing, bada boom. Again, their thing is you are not being hate-filled enough. You have entirely too many friends, right? But what? Do people like you? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a nice guy. You're not a Christian. Gang, roll the tape. I got to take a pitch. You guys just sit here and soak up this hate. 
At least one time in their life, they prayed a prayer and someone told them they were saved because they were sincere enough. And so in their salvation, if you ask them, are you saved? They do not say, yes, I am, because I'm looking unto Jesus and there is mighty evidence giving me assurance of being born again. No, they say, one time in my life, I prayed a prayer and they live like devils. They prayed a prayer and some of them. Number four. Many professing Christians are victims of the prosperity gospel, which teaches them to come to Christ because of what they can get from Christ, not because they are sinners who deserve to be punished with hell. You know, you've been criticized for church light. Yeah, that's right. For a cotton candy yeah. message. Do you feel like you're cheating people by not telling them about the hell part? No, but, part? no, I really don't because it's a different approach. You know, it's not hellfire and brimstone, but I say most wait, people wait, are beaten down hey, enough by life. Four? They what already feel four? guilty enough. They're not looking unto Jesus and there is mighty okay. evidence giving me assurance of being born again. No, yeah, yeah, they yeah, say, one time in my life I prayed a prayer okay, and they live like devils they prayed a prayer and some of them number four many professing Christians are victims of the prosperity gospel which teaches them to come to Christ because of what they can get all right pause the tape so I'm noticing a pattern like again when I went on Chris's show I, I never want to mention the prosperity gospel but he's on, Chris is on this tip. Now, we kind of all agree. I'm not a fan of prosperity. I'm not a fan of any of the gospel. But the stuff that kind of gets you paid, I'm even less of a fan of that. Now, I think they're all hustling. Gang, if you make $1 a year off of Christianity, I think you are grossly overpaid. You are. Again, the world is not 6,000 years old. Humanity did not come from a pile of magical fucking dirt, right? I, you, they're getting paid to As far as I'm concerned, it's all prosperity gospel. It is. If, again, if you make one red cent off of lying to people, you are violently overpaid. So again, let me, let me kind of clear that portion up. I think this is all prosperity gospel. I think this is all sitting on some bullshit. Christians, as far as I'm concerned, you guys tell so many fucking lies. You should be charged for the oxygen you breathe when you sit here and you say the fucked up shit that you say. Roll the tape. From Christ. Not because they are sinners who deserve to be punished with hell. You know, you've been criticized for church light. Yeah, that's right. For a cotton candy yeah. message. Do you feel like you're cheating people by not telling them about the hell part? No, but no, I really don't because it's a different approach. You know, it's not hellfire and brimstone, but I say most people are beaten down enough by life. They already feel yeah. guilty enough. They're not doing what they should do, raising their kids or, the, you know, we can all find reasons. So I, I mean, pause the tape. I kind of agree. I think Joel Osteen's a sack of shit. 1,000%. One of my biggest Twitter career moments was when he blocked me. Uh, Hurricane Harvey, y'all know that story, right? People were struggling. Everyone else was opening up their place of business. It's like, hey, just come and sleep here. Joel Osteen didn't want to pay, you know, for his uh, carpets to be steam clean. So he said, fuck them kids. And then he got bombarded on Twitter. He got pressured. So then finally, he opened up his goddamn doors. Told a tremendous lie. 
You know, oh, it was entirely too wet. The mattress store, literally like down the street, said, I don't have much, but I got these mattresses. Come and sleep on them. Come stay dry. How much money did that guy lose on those fucked up ass mattresses? Here's a man probably barely making ends meet selling mattresses. Joel Osteen's rich than a motherfucker. He could have paid the steam cleaning bill out of his own personal account. So I, I'm not letting him off the hook on that. But I agree that, yeah, people take a beating enough from Christians. And so, yeah, why why would you want to go to church to hear that you're even bigger sack of shit than what you already thought you were? I can't believe I'm saying this. I almost agree with Joel. Roll the tape. I want him to come to Lakewood or our, our meetings and be lifted up to say, you know what? I may not be perfect, but I'm moving forward. I'm doing better. And I think that motivates you to do better. I start giving on that level so that God would owe me. Oh, y'all don't hear what I'm saying. You can't handle that. I started giving on the level where I put God in debt. And God said, I'll owe no man. I start giving on the money that I wanted to make. I start giving on a deal that hadn't closed yet. And that God had to open up the windows of heaven and pour me out a blessing because he wasn't going to be in debt to me. Pause the tape. That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Let's all come together and agree that selling Christianity, period, whether you make one dollar or a hundred million, that's sitting on some bullshit. Uh, uh, what's her name? When you give, you give. whatever the fuck her name. I can't remember. My brain is completely farted. But TD Jakes was before that. Joel, if if the word million is attached to your net worth and you're one of these suckers, fuck you. So this is one thing that we can kind of agree. I don't get to say whether you're going to go to hell or not, mainly because I don't believe there's a hell. But the suckers that are getting rich peddling this garbage, fuck you. You're an overpaid liar. Roll the tape. It's a receipt in heaven that when you have a need, you can then go with your receipt. Uh, You see, God, I have got my receipt from my sowing. then they have not truly understood and believed in the true gospel of Jesus Christ. You better believe the topic was not the gospel. The topic was not, you know, come and have your sins forgiven. Come and repent and believe. No, you know what it was. Come get your blessing. Come get your miracle. Come get your deliverance. And the list goes on and on. These are the things that thousands flock to. Number three. Many professing Christians refuse to accept all that the Bible teaches. And this oftentimes manifests itself most clearly in... Pause the... I knew it. When they say they don't accept all. Here's the thing, gang. They're lying. It's not that they don't accept all. It's that they don't accept all. Again, if you could... This guy, Brandon, I can't remember Brandon's last name. A progressive Christian. I guess that's what they're called. Christians who say God loves homosexuals as is, and they can do what they want and still go to heaven. Again, you're not hate-filled enough. This this portion is going to be difficult, gang. Roll the tape. Progressive Christian. But before we go on, again, pause the tape. 66 books in the Bible, gang. Over 40 authors. Again, one of my favorite things to do is ask a Christian, how many commandments are there? They all say 10. I said, you're not even fucking close. Try again. You know what they say? 10. I said, I'm going to give you one more chance before I call you fucking wrong to your face. You know what they say? 
10. I say you're about carry the one. You're about 603 off. There are 613 commandments, gang. There actually are. The Bible pro has a prohibition on everything, gang, including what you can eat, what you can wear, how to shave your face if you're to shave at all. The first four, do you guys know what the penalty for violating the first four commandments? You know, the first four, not don't rape anyone, don't murder anyone, don't. The first four are jerk God off with both hands. <clears throat> Make sure you use extra lube. The punishment for the first four is death, gang. It is. I'm not joking. Look it up. I am the Lord your God. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. That's the first one. That's all they teach you. Now get your nose in that Bible and see what the penalty is for not doing that. Christians, you guys pick Leviticus and you hone in on that one fucking thing. And you're like, that's it. That And again, that's their uh, a, a definition of following all of the Bible. When in fact, if you do not hate gay people, what kind of Christian? Watch, bet, roll the tape. Who support behaviors and policies that are completely contradictory to God's clear commands in the Bible. Abortion I and homosexuality. The Bible is uh, the inerrant word of God. And therefore, I also don't think all of the morality that we find in the pages of the Bible is worthy of being followed. Um, and so we have two different starting places for where yeah. we base our morality. God is gay. God is a lesbian. God is trans. God is gender non-binary. God is straight. God is cisgender. God is black. God is white. God is Middle Eastern. God is Asian. God is differently abled mentally and physically. God is able-bodied. God is you. Ah, you pause the tape. I was getting ready to say that. Whoever you are, you just took the words out of my mouth. God is you. That's what I said, what, maybe 30 minutes ago. Religion is the worship of your own ego. Again, if you just need a God, you need something, quote unquote, bigger than you to identify with. Fine. God is trans. God is cis. God is gay. God is straight. God is bi. God is non-binary. Asian, Middle Eastern, black, white, Mexican, Japanese, Chinese, Korean. Fine. And if that version of a higher power only makes you do good things, I still say, what's the problem? But again, Vody and his party, their problem is you are not filled with enough hate. And apparently the Christians that actually love people and practice that love you're the fucked up kind of Christian. Enjoy hell, buddy. Hey, can we get this fuck face some SPS 5 million, please? Because it's going to be real toasty where you're going. Roll the tape. You are God because you are a reflection of God's divine image. I just want to say that if Jesus were alive, what would he be doing? Well, he'd probably be accepting and loving people how they're made. And I, I always say this, and it's the, really the truth. If being 4'11 was a sin, what would I do? Well, I can wear heels and I can add a wig. You mean being short like yeah, you are? Yeah, I'm 4'11. What would I do if that was a sin? I couldn't do anything about it because that's the way God made Right. And I do, make no mistake, I am a Christian. I believe in God. But Pause the tape, gang. I don't know who this lady is, but we are playing that again. Hold on. Roll that tape. I couldn't do anything about it because that's the way God made Right. And I do believe.
they're made. And I, I always say this, and it's the, really the truth. If being 4'11 was a sin, what would I do? Well, I could wear heels and I could add a wig. You mean being short like yeah, you are? Yeah, I'm 4'11. What would I do if that was a sin? I couldn't do anything about it because that's the way God made right. it. And I do, make no mistake, I am a Christian. I believe in God, but, and I don't believe he makes mistakes. So I believe that being gay is not a sin. And in fact, that he paused the tape. I don't know who this lady is, but I have got my spoon all the way in her chili because I am digging it. And that was a brilliant, uh, Kristen, Christine, Kristen, that was a brilliant analogy. She cannot help being four foot 11. She can wear heels to live long day, just like she said, but she is still four eleven. You can be an ex-gay. You can go through your conversion there. You're still gay. So again, I do I, do I believe in her Jesus? Not at all. But I, Kristen, I would buy you a drink and you can sit your short ass right here. We may have to get your monkey ass a booster seat. And you and I can sit here and we can kick some actual factuals and we can be friends. I'm 6'3", you're 4'11", and I'm going to make a shit ton of short jokes. But I will never debate Kristen on her Jesus. You want to know why? Because her Jesus is not an asshole. Where's Buddy? Roll the tape. It's how you're made. However, as Christians who are under God's authority as God has revealed himself in the Bible, we simply do not have the option to call something good that God clearly calls sin, and the most loving thing we can do is confront these progressive Christians with the fact that they have not... Again, pause it. We're not making... I'm sorry to get fed up. And again, I know there's an excuse, so go ahead and type it in the fucking comments. You're not supposed to eat shellfish, Christians. You're not. You're not supposed to wear clothes woven from two different fabrics. You're actually not. Why are you attaching everything you've got? You you are putting all your chips on this one command from your God whilst ignoring all all the rest your god commands you to do a whole bunch of shit and you guys ignore not only you ignore it you guys try to make laws based on this one prohibition mad as shit that gay people are allowed to get married now what that has to do with vody and his wife i've got no idea Again, those two gay people over there, they're not thinking about Vody, but Vody is thinking about them. There's a shit ton of stuff, Christians, that you ignore. Not only do you not ignore, you're completely ignorant of that you're not supposed to be doing. But God, God hates fags. Remember? So you're going to hang everything you got on that one thing. Get a new script, you hate-filled bastards, roll the tape. Not yet truly submitted to God and are not yet saved. You say, well, our society cultivates uh, tolerance and you're giving hate speech. What I'm saying is not hate speech. What the Democratic Party is saying is hate speech. Okay, policy tape. Yeah, John MacArthur, what you're saying is hate speech. I can sit here and tell you all day long. Podcasters, you can't see it, but I'm pointing at my fucking Tumblr here. I can tell you all day long that this is tap water, but you guys know differently. You guys know better. Christians, you can sit here and tell us all you want that this is not hate speech, but you would be wrong. You would be wrong. And now this fuck face is now talking about politics. Remind me again why we're not taxing the dog shit out of the church. Roll the tape. 
because they must hate the homosexuals if they will allow them to go the direction they're going, affirm that, knowing that it'll take them to hell. That's hate speech. This is love. Oh, God bless America. Again, we just have, this is 100% abusive speech. It is. King, this is this is getting really hard. You just roll the fucking tape. This is terrible. This is Speech. awful. You either warn them or you affirm them. And Romans doesn't take. Shut the fuck up with Romans, John MacArthur. Prove that there's a hell first, because right now you just sound like a hate-filled lunatic. Right? You're right. You're right. It, 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 the the analogy is always the same. Is the doctor evil for telling you that you have cancer? No. They're not. But I remember there was that doctor who told people they had cancer. That wasn't the worst part, gang. He would treat them and charge their insurance companies shit tons of money. The fuckface was rich by lying and telling people you have cancer. What do you got? Blue Cross Blue Shield? They pay out like a motherfucker. Christians, that's what you're like. That is what you are like. You're like that doctor that lies and tells everyone that they have cancer. You have yet to prove that there is a hell. You have yet to prove that homosexuality is actually a negative. And you, you shut the fuck up. That is exactly what you guys are. You've got cancer. You've got cancer. You Fucker, you're not even a doctor, but you have got cancer. Show me an x-ray. Show me an MRI. Show me something. You have cancer. You've got cancer. You're going to die tomorrow. Give me a whole bunch of money. You are a plumber. You're, you're a plumber. Why are you telling me that? And you're just knocking on all of our doors and windows and making videos telling everyone that you've got cancer. This is not loving, Christians. This is actually hate. Roll the tape. One warns them, and any faithful Christian warns, this is dangerous, this is deadly. It's better to warn them and no, than it, to affirm them. You might be the nice guy to affirm them, but that's not love speech, that's hate speech. Number two, oh, number two many professing Christians are hypocrites who exhibit no fruit of being born again. The Bible is clear that although obedience to the Bible is certainly not what saves anyone, all Christians who have true faith in Jesus Christ have been born again by God and will want to obey all that the Bible teaches. Let's imagine that I show up late and I run up here on the platform oh, and that every, all the leaders are angry with me. I said, Brother Paul, don't you appreciate the fact you're giving the opportunity to speak here and you come late? And I said, Brothers, you have to forgive me. Well, why? Well, I was out here on the highway and I was driving and I had a flat tire and, and I got out to change the tire. And when I was changing the tire, the lug nut fell off and I wasn't paying attention that I was on the highway and I ran out and I grabbed the lug nut. And as soon as I picked it up in the middle of the highway, I stood up and there was a 30 ton logging truck going 120 miles an hour, about 10 yards in front of me. And it ran me over. And that's why I'm late. Now, there would only be two logical. I know no one studies logic anymore, what? but there would only be two logical conclusions. One, I'm a liar. Or two, I'm a madman. You would say, Brother Paul, it's absolutely absurd. It is impossible, Brother Paul, to have an encounter with something as large as a logging truck and not be changed. And then my question would be to you, what is larger, a logging truck or God? How is it that? Gang, pause the tape. Am I the only one who thinks that is the world's worst fucking analogy? What the fuck is he talking about? You're late because you got ran over a logging truck. 
Therefore, what's bigger, God or a logging truck? I honestly and truly do not understand the correlation. Hit me up in the comments if I've missed something. That was just stupid. Roll the tape. So many people today profess to have had an encounter with Jesus Christ, and yet they are not permanently changed. The most visible demonstration of this is the sexual immorality that is rampant oh, among God. professing Christians oh, today. God. Professing Christians what? who have absolutely no shame oh. in dressing provocatively, oh. in fornication, in watching... Pause. Shut the fuck up. Okay, so I don't know who that lady was. But that was daytime TV, and she was probably showing some cleavage. Oh, anything but that. Christians grow the fuck up. People show cleavage. Shut the fuck up. Right? I just belched, and that was an angry one. Hashtag unprofessional. My dick gets hard. Someone's P word gets wet. I get enthusiastic consent. I'm sticking my dick in the P word. Shut the fuck up. Fornication is a religious concept. Show me hell exists. Show me that fornication is something other than a religious concept. Maybe I will listen. Yeah, you know what I did yesterday? I jerked the fuck off. I mean, jerked the fuck off. I beat my dick like it committed a fucking crime, Jack. I treated my dick worse than what Stacey Coon treated fucking Rodney King. I jerked off so fucking hard. There is a bullet hole in my fucking bedroom wall that I now have to pay a fucking professional to plug the fuck up. There's nothing wrong with what I did. Give me a break. Again, you guys are putting all this unnecessary weight on a very natural act. Sex, jerking off, seeing someone that you're attracted to and having a sexual thought. These are all okay, Christians. They are. But you guys beat yourself up instead of beating yourself off. Embrace the fact that you are sexual beings. There's nothing wrong with it. Roll the tape. Inappropriate movies and videos and so Good night, everyone. Stay super freaky. Have great... I love you. Church girls acting loose, bad girl. Pause the tape. I don't even know who the fuck that was, but I agree. The person on my left was LL. I don't know who this lady was. She said, have great sex. What seems to be the problem? I agree. You should have great sex. Oh, God. I can't believe I used to be a Christian. Roll the tape. Let it go, girl. Let it out, this kind of hypocrisy from professing Christians brings shame upon the name of Jesus Christ, and even non-Christians like Andrew Tate are calling them out. Who's not a Christian? You go to Christian nations and everyone says they're a Christian. Pause the tape. Let me tell you guys something. If you are ever using Andrew Tate as some sort of moral authority, I am not interested in your message. Do the people on this channel, do you have any idea how fucked up and how soiled your message now is? Because now we're going to listen to what Andrew Tate has to say. Like anyone gives a. F These are probably the same people who said that Donald Trump was the most Christian president we've ever had. Roll the tape. Christian, look how they live their lives. Going to the average church, is anyone actually fearful of God? Anybody? Mm -hmm. No. The girls were out on Saturday night drinking, and mm -hmm. they turn up to church because their parents made them. Mm -hmm. like, there's no substance to the religion. 
Again, the point isn't that obedience to God saves us. The point is that all Christians who are truly born again will live transformed lives of obedience to God as a means. result of their faith in yeah, Jesus. Yeah, let's get to number one. Number sometimes. one, right, many go. professing Christians believe in a Jesus who is not the true Jesus of the Bible. For example, some professing Christians do not believe the doctrine of the Trinity. King Constantine. This is why we have 33,000 plus denominations of the same religion. I promise you, Christianity sect number one believes that they've got the Jesus thing down pat, just like 27,519. Christians, again, you guys go into a room. It's one thing if there's like five to 10 different interpretations. And you're like, oh, there's over 30,000 different interpretations of Christianity. Please go fuck yourself. Do you guys have any idea? If, if I went to my financial advisor and he said there's a, I was about to say my, no, I'm not going to say the name. <laughs> it's a cool name. That's why, believe it or not, I. this is why I'm a fucking horrible person. I chose my financial advisor because their name was cool. I, that's all I'll say. Back on topic. If my financial advisor said, you know what? There's a one in 30,000 chance that you're going to see any return on this investment. I'm be like, let's talk about something else. Christians, again, Vody is one out of 30,000. And apparently he, MacArthur, and Durbin, and Andrew Tate, they've got the right Jesus. Holy shit, that sounds awful. Roll the tape. Despite the Bible's clear teachings that God is a trinity and that Jesus is fully I God. I am there. I'm not crazy about the word persons. And this is, most people who know me know that that is really, my doctrinal statement is no different from yours, except for the, the, the injection word of manifestation. Manifest, inst, manifest instead of persons, which you describe as modalist and I describe as Pauline. I'll tell you this is how you wake up to the Trinitarian falsehood. Oh, this is how you wake up to Only use words that are in the Bible. Where do you even see the word trinity in the Bible? That is a man-made word because it's a man-made false doctrine and certainly they did not disagree on who god is who we're worshiping whether we're worshiping one person that acts like three per all right did john stewart wear the green lantern ring on his right hand or his left hand did he say in blackest night or did he say in darkest night the right side of saturn or it is on the left side of saturn i can't believe i used to be a christian that's what i just heard we're going to sit here and argue. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Gang, the only way you can get people to actually buy into this shit is to shove it in their head while their top of their head is still soft. Holy ballsack, Batman. Let's wrap this up. Roll the tape persons or whether we're worshiping one God has manifested himself in three persons. That is a heaven and hell issue in the sense that it defines not only the object of worship, but the gospel is a Trinitarian gospel. It is grounded in the Father's decree. It is accomplished by the Son. It is applied by the Spirit. No, it can only yeah. be understood, for example, really? in regards to the intercessory work oh, of the Son, God. if the Son is a distinct person from the Father. You can't intercede before yourself. So these are extremely important issues and cannot be really? put into just an okay. area. Well, Go for You know what's an important issue? Homelessness. You know what an important issue is? Cancer research. You know what an important issue is? Living above the poverty line. You know what? The, you shut the fuck up.
this fuck face again, gang, these suckers, just so you know, these are the fuck faces that have silver and gold plaques behind them. They're making money off of this. This fuck face is the same guy who sat next to Jeff Durbin, because yes, I do hate myself. When they quote unquote debated Brandon, I can't remember Brandon's last name, the progressive gay pastor. They're making money off of this gang. Apparently, the real problem is you don't believe in the Trinity. I do. Because I do. I get to go to the cloud place. You get to go to the fire and brimstone case. This is an actual problem. No, it's not. No, it's not. Roll the tape. Peter and Paul disagree with each other, so we can disagree too. Other professing Christians have a fundamentally problematic view of Jesus' atonement and what exactly Jesus accomplished on the cross, whether Jesus actually satisfied and took on God's wrath on the cross. Hey, God is less grumpy because of Jesus, atonement theory in 17. Pause the tape. We may be ending the tape real soon. I remember telling some people from the Austin Stone, you guys ever notice how it is that God can't make a move without wrath, without anger without wiping out an entire countryside if not an entire planet again if i did that i would be considered ike fucking turner i actually had a christian tell me that the noatic flood was the biggest show of grace he literally told me that god drowning everything and everyone on the planet is grace and not just grace the biggest show of grace we just have a different definition of the word grace. Yeah, we do. Roll the tape. I, I, I regret doing this show. Jesus Christ. 15 seconds. And what we end up with is a story that says God's perfect. He's holy and he's perfect. You're not. So God has to kill you. He has to kill you. Huh. He needs his pound of flesh to, yeah, in the name of much. his justice. Yeah. And so he's going to kill you because he's angry at you. Yeah. But instead... He's going to kill Jesus, and he takes out his anger on Jesus, and then he allows you, after you die, to go to the good place and not the bad place, so you can sing forever the praises of the God who didn't kill you. How you guys doing? Now, some of you are creating a caricature, but for some of us, you might think like, yeah, isn't that the story of Christianity? Isn't that what Christians believe? Yeah. The God who you know is mollified by throwing the bird, but instead has to kill you. Have a fundamentally problematic view of Jesus' opinion and what exactly on. Jesus accomplished on the cross, whether Jesus actually satisfied and took on God's wrath on the cross. Hey, God is less grumpy because of Jesus, atonement theory in 17 seconds. And what we end up okay, with is a story that says God's perfect, he's holy, and he's perfect. You're yeah. not, so God has to kill you. He has right. to kill you. He right. needs his pound of flesh yes. to, in the name of his justice. Yes. And so he's yes. going to kill you because he's right. angry at you. Yep. But instead... He's going to kill Jesus, right. and he takes out his anger on Jesus, and then he allows you, after you die, to go to the good place and not the bad place, so you can sing forever the praises of the God who didn't kill you. How you guys doing? Now, some of you, I'm creating a caricature, but for some of us, you might think like, yeah, isn't that the story of Christianity? Isn't that what Christians believe? Yeah. The God who... Pause the tape. Yeah, gang. Yeah, he's absolutely, he's right. He's absolutely right. Right. God's angry at he's perfect. You're not. God wants to kill you. So he's going to kill Jesus instead. There's nothing he said. He delivered it with honesty, with just two ounces of snark. Then at the end, he's probably going to wrap it up in a nice little bow.
there's nothing he said, gang, that was biblically inaccurate. Nothing. And the fucked up thing is, according to this video, the Christians who call themselves Christians but aren't hate-filled enough, they're going to go to hell. Even though they believe in the same Jesus, I guess, as Vody and the like. Like I said, gang, there's no moral way to spin this story. King Uncle Bobby has only given you one big motherfucking problem. So as a result, Uncle Bobby's going to give you one big motherfucking solution. The concept of hell. Shut the fuck up. Again, gang, if we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about punishment. It, 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 fuck this fucking video. Hold on. Autobots transform. If we're going to sit here, gang, and if we're going to talk about punishment. Punishment must fit the crime. Okay? If your kid lies that they ate cookies and you take out a gun and shoot them in the foot, you you may have stepped over the line there, parents. You, you, you just may have. The punishment has got to fit the crime. Two, their punishment has got to teach a lesson. Right? You know what? You, I told you don't eat cookies. You ate cookies. So you know what you're going to do? You're going to unask those electronics for seven days. Now your kid knows, ah, if I don't do what I'm told to do, there are consequences, right? Punishment has to teach a lesson. But more importantly, gang, punishment has got to end. Never mind all the talking points. Never mind all. All the fucking bumper sticker slogans, the bullshit. The concept of hell is immoral because remember, the only way to get there is to not be a Christian. And in this video's case, the right kind of Christian. You are tortured and it's the worst torture that you can't imagine. It's the worst torture unimaginable because why? Because you didn't believe in Jesus. And that's not just me, the guy born and raised in the Bible Belt. That's for the people born in the wrong region of the world, apparently. And no, Christians, it's not obvious. The stars don't scream Jesus. Apparently, the person in Saudi Arabia, it screams Allah and Muhammad. Right? But more to this video's point. Christians, if your God exists... Your God is the single most bumbling communicator that has ever bumbled communication. You mean to tell me out of 30,000 denominations, what is that, 29,999? They are fucked, son. They're going to go to hell. While you, the 30,000th, you've got it right. Congratulations, Vody Bob. Give me a break. This message is so important. That even Christians are getting it wrong and they are fucked, son. I am a human. I may or may not drink too much. I may or may not have way too many concussions. I am far from perfect. But again, if a doctor told me, make sure your kid has got a pill in their throat by 7 a.m. every morning. Gang, every morning at 6.58, I am gently nudging my kid and saying, baby, you need to wake up. It's time for you to get better. You mean to tell me, Christians, I'm smarter and better than your God? Because if that's the case, 
Oh, my Patreon and Venmo and everything, it's down there in the description, bitches. Go ahead and break me off. You know what? I'll give you a discount, 5%. That's what I would do with my daughter. If she was had an illness that was controllable but needed daily medication, apparently your God can't do a fraction of what my drunk ass can do. Christians, again, if your God is real, that fuck face is the single most bumbling communicator of all time. But there is no moral way to spin the concept of hell. There just isn't. Gang, the big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Let's go.